0: Hey, Love Your Life fam. It's Crystal and Andre Holland.
1: What's up, everybody? Hey,
0: looking forward to hearing from you. So, it's the finest you can check us out on
1: Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please share and leave a review. We look forward to hearing from you all. Yeah,
0: yeah, we came a long way, and that's what the songs say, and I can do all this
1: hey love your life family welcome back to the loving your life podcast it's your sis crystal
0: it's your boy andre what's going on fam
1: hey we are back at you with another discussion about loving your life
0: loving your life but babe before we get into it kind of talk to me about today How, how's everything going for you
1: today was pretty good got a lot of things accomplished we've been doing some diys which ended up a little bit getting the backyard ready for the spring and this beautiful summer weather so we're gonna be painting some chairs and so we're sanding them down today Joshua's been on the grind he is ready to get the paint and the tarp and throw it down and get messy and have some fun
0: okay I got a question for you what is DIY what is that
1: are you serious yeah what is that do it yourself
0: oh my bad I'm like (laughs) DIY like what what is that okay Cool. cool
1: so did that and then um, put on a meal early today so I wouldn't be in the kitchen you know sweating tonight Mm-hmm. um but it's all good it's been a pretty good day had to retwist some locks today and so it, it's been a productive day
0: cool for me obviously a great day start off kind of slow though for whatever reason i didn't sleep all that well so you know sometimes that sleep doesn't you don't sleep as well as you'd like you wake up kind of in a funk but got it going uh was productive got some things accomplished so excited about it not ready to just get into this word for today as we talk about you ready baby
1: What's that? What are we going to talk about today? We're going to
0: talk about Chuck the Deuces.
1: Chuck the Deuces? Chucking
0: the Deuces.
1: What is that?
0: So first of all, I hope everyone knows what the Deuce is or Chucking the Deuce. Basically, when you throw up a peace sign. Okay. So Chucking the Deuces means you throw up a peace sign saying, peace, I'm out of here. And the reason why I say that Chuck the Deuces, because at times we can do everything we can within our power to be of support, to help to encourage, uh, bring our skill sets and talents to the table. And at times they are not appreciated. They're overlooked. We may be stepped upon by other people or just denied uh, our ability to contribute what we bring to the table, our gifts, talents, and abilities. So at times we have to chuck the deuces.
1: Okay, okay. I I hear you on that. That's real. That is real.
0: So now let me put a pin in and say this. I want to make sure our audience knows I don't mean this like casual. Every time something is difficult, every time something is hard or in like marriage, you're having a hard patch. You say, peace, I'm out of here. Please. That is not what I'm talking about, babe. You Mm. hear me?
1: Oh, I I hear you. Because,
0: girl, we made a vow. I I get it. Ain't no chucking no deuces in this marriage.
1: That's right. All right now. Gotcha. Okay.
0: But I do want (laughs) to stress... Um, so outside of those intimate relationships, because when you, in husband and wife type relationships and even certain, you know, intimate relationships and family, and even depending on the nature of your business and so forth, there's always a time where you have to fight through stuff. So right, right. I am not a proponent or advertising. You should just casually throw away relationships or casually get out of situations or circumstances that are difficult. That is not what I'm saying. Okay. But I am saying, Okay. When there are certain relationships, there are certain things that we have involved ourselves in and we've given our best,
1: right? Right, okay,
0: day in and day out, and it's constantly never enough, it's constantly not appreciated. Uh, what we bring to the table is devalued. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure people understand that you have to use wisdom to know when it's time to chuck the deuces.
1: That's real. And just like you said, I mean, there are responsibilities that you have as a man, as a woman, bills you have to pay. So you can't just up and quit a job without having a backup. You know, let's use some common sense here.
0: Right. For sure. Common sense is key. Um, you know, and I've been in situations, even in jobs, I've had previous uh, jobs what I, I you know I hated it. It wasn't fulfilling. However, I wasn't a fool. I had to do that until I found something better. So I'm for sure you want to use wisdom, but I want to stress there are times where people have the ability to move elsewhere and do something else, but they stay past their time.
1: So I have a question for you. So as you talk about chucking the deuces and people having the responsibility to make a decision to get out of circumstance, and what would you say to the individual? Well, I'm just going to pray and I'm just going to fast and I'm just going to wait for this. God going to work it out for me. See, it, what it, would you say to that? Well, let me tell you,
0: because this, sometimes this is a pet peeve for mine. Obviously, I'm a man of faith. I believe in praying. So for sure, that's something, you know, I do daily. But I want to stress to you, God gave us wisdom. And he gave us the power to choose. And many times when people say, I'm going to go pray about it, they're waiting for God to just mysteriously do something. And God is down there looking at it or look up there looking at us like, what you going to do? Right. He gives us the power to choose. And this presence of God is going to be with his people, you know, as you make decisions. Now, yes, you're going to use wisdom and pray. I'm not against praying, but at the end of the day, there are many things that people say they're going to sit and wait and pray about where God is like, look, make up your mind, make your decision."
1: Well, do you also think it's a cop-out?
0: I do. I think some of it's a cop-out because they don't want to face confrontation. Okay, uh, Some people are afraid of confrontation. Um, they're afraid of, of getting their feelings hurt. They're afraid of not being accepted, although many times they're not accepted, but they're just afraid of disappointing someone or letting someone down. Which is really a form of manipulation or control. Right. If you stay in a situation because you're so worried about what someone else will think, you are being controlled. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. So I do think it's a compound. What about you? What do you think about that?
1: I think it's that as well as I think that it can come as a struggle for those that have come out of rejection. Okay. That what do you mean? Really by that? struggled where they want to be in a situation as a sense of acceptance. I, I know what I'm doing here. Right. Um, hoping to please the individual, but it's rooted in rejection. Where mm-hmm. they're there for an unhealthy reason, and it's almost like they're lying to themselves. But for them, it's truth mm-hmm. that eventually they're they're not they're going to stop being overlooked. They're going to be valued. Uh, and you look up; it's been four or five years. You're still dealing with the same old beast, yeah. and, and making excuses, and you're gonna sit and just pray about it. And the reality is there's some wounds there Right. and you're pacifying it by lying to yourself to stay there and hoping that it's going to change. And then you get mad at God or you get mad at the situation when God's giving you free will to choose. You don't have to stay and not have some peace.
0: Correct. And I want to stress, that's a huge uh, piece that you stated free will. We have the power to choose, yes. and being a believer doesn't mean that we're controlled and we have to, you know, be just follow and do everything people say. No, you know, we have the power to choose what career we would like, what our interests, our hobbies are, or different organizations we want to join. We have that ability, and we have a mandate to choose. And if we're doing anything out of obligation or being forced or strong armed, right. that is someone violating a freedom that we've been given by God, okay? So for sure, the power to choose is key and it doesn't matter what the decision is that needs to be made, whether it's of a religious context, uh, work context, relationship. You know, I've had people say, you know, I'm praying to see if if God wants me to marry so-and-so. Now, listen, I'm not trying to criticize or ridicule anyone. However, at the end of the day, I would hope, that you're as a man or a woman, you're physically attracted to that person. You're thinking about marrying. Right. I would hope there's some emotional attachment or connection there versus you going to just be praying and asking God to show you because at the end of the day, we all have different likes, desires, and tastes. And we bring that to the table. When we enter into business, we enter into relationships. So, Let's make sure we get our head on straight, people.
1: Absolutely. You know, we don't
0: forsake wisdom and just basic stuff when we're trying to make difficult decisions.
1: Also, to add to that, being mindful that wherever you are, whatever this relationship may look like for you, what are you bringing to the table that somebody's benefiting off of your strength and stuff that they don't have to do? And they'll say enough to keep you around so that they don't have to do the work that they don't like.
0: Well, and and that's what I was saying, a level of control, because that's key. At the end of the day, some people will belittle you or minimize your gifts and talents and abilities because that's their way of keeping you around. If they can keep you from realizing the value that you bring, you will thereby not value yourself and settle for meager opportunities. All the while, they're taking advantage of your gifts, talents and abilities versus, you know, people who are empowering you because they realize that you're a blessing and a gift. They're empowering you. Okay, so I want to stress people, you know, we got to wake up. Some of some people are in the situations or situations or seasons or circumstances right now. And at the end of the day, you looking for a way out because you refuse to confront the issue and move somewhere else. At the end of the day, if that's what you want, so be it. You have the power to choose. So if they want to stay stuck in a dead end situation, Hey, be my guest. I don't have to like it. I don't have to agree with it, but I said long ago. it's for me and mine, you know what I'm saying? we we going to make healthy decisions. Yes, we're going to serve God, but we're not going to be controlled by men or by someone who's who's trying to taint or, or control our going and our coming.
1: Absolutely. And being mindful that when you do make this decision, you have to be pre- prepared for the backlash. You have to be prepared for somebody to be, uh, character assassination mm-hmm. to, to try to keep you from getting ahead. But at the end of the day, you know who you are and those that you have in your life that are credible others that know who you are and Chuck the deuces. And so,
0: and listen, one of the things too, because I mean, I think this is so phenomenal and hits on so many ways. Yes, Um, And many times people, um, they don't even realize the biblical context and what I'm saying and Chuck the deuces. Now, again, this is not mean, you know, in marriage or relationships like that, I am not advocating for you to just casually leave when things get difficult. So please hear me. Anyone who knows me, spend time with me, they realize I value people. I value relationships. I value marriage and I, I don't do anything haphazardly, okay? So I'm not talking about, you know, just casually leaving relationships that are meant to last a lifetime, all right? But I want to stress this. Chuck deduces is biblical. Listen, hey, uh, fam, y'all listen to it on your own. You go read it, Mark six. Come on, talk about it. I mean, it's foundational, and it's even in, in, in biblical context. Jesus was in in the town of his kinfolk, you know, his people. Come on, his mama and them. You know what I'm saying? His his mama and daddy and them. And Scripture says that he couldn't even he couldn't do anything but heal a few sick people. He couldn't do some miraculous works, but heal a few sick people. That's a whole nother story in itself. Right. They didn't even label healing a few people as miraculous. He can only heal a few sick people because of their unbelief.
1: Right. Right. And
0: so what, what did Jesus do? If you read Mark six, he kept it moving. Basically he chucked the deuces because it says, if you read Mark six, he didn't get bogged down. Well, why mom and daddy don't love me and why they don't accept me and why I, I've been all over the world, and people won't won't ex- accept me in my own hometown. You didn't hear none of that right. from Jesus. It says that he kept moving. Basically, he went from town to town. So what he did was he knew who he was. He valued what he came to do. He valued who he was, and he did not let the haters or the detractors or those that didn't want to partake of what he had to to give. He did not allow that to stop his work or to question his purpose. Come on. So in other words, okay, I'm putting my own little spin on it. (laughs) But if you read the context, in other words, he chucked the deuces. He helped those who wanted to be helped and he kept it moving and he went from village to village and he kept doing what he was called to do. Um, So at the end of the day, listen, okay, Adam gave you biblical context, Right. right? But I'm talking about real life, tangible things, You know, sometimes I look at situations and circumstances, people involved in like all types of clubs and organizations, and it's nothing wrong with that. But when you're getting devalued and belittled and you're not being accepted for what you bring to the table, and then you stay and you try to justify why you stay, hey, listen, again, you have the power to choose, okay? But at some point, if you're choosing that, stop complaining about it.
1: That's real. And one thing to be mindful of, a lot of people, not always the case, but a lot of people that fall into this trap really don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. So you have a responsibility to find out, identify who you are. And a lot of times the way that you identify who you are and your purpose Mm -hmm. is stop running from challenges. Right. You will identify who you are, what your strengths are, and what you are made of when you allow your soul to journey through challenges. Mm -hmm. It it exposes your strengths. It exposes your weaknesses. And then it gives people an opportunity to show you who they are when you're going through. Are they really down for you? Do they really have have your back? Are they really going to support you? And all of these are vital parts of life. Um, But- Nobody is in a hurry to experience discomfort and challenges. And so it's human nature to to flee from anything that's gonna bring any type of discomfort, but you'll not discover who you are, thereby following falling into the trap of being controlled and manipulated by those that exploit your weaknesses.
0: Right. And I want to stress because some people maybe listen to when you say to stop running from challenges, they may think that, well, you just contradicted what you said, Chuck the deuces. So listen. Stop running from challenges. Does That means that you you, you stay in the fight. You do what you need to do, okay? But when you see over and over again, right. you've stayed in the fight. You're bringing yourself to the table. You're making yourself available. You're yielding your time, talents, gifts, and abilities. You're doing all the things you can do. And it's consistently, consistently right. not accepted, talked about, belittled, okay? So after you've done everything to stay into the, in the fight, and this is gone on and on and on and on and on. And you see that this is who the peop, the person is. Okay. That's when we're saying at, at certain times it comes a place where you need to sh- chuck the deuces. Right. Okay. So I want to make sure people realize that. And again, now, what would you say to people who are, let's say in relationships that we deem or, or that they deem like, um, you know, lifetime relationships or or let's say, you know, before we get into that, let's say family members, because I think that is a huge source where people often stay in, you know, relationships that are manipulating mm-hmm. because it's their family members. Talk about that a little bit.
1: Well, with family and this goes across the board with family, friends or not, you have to set boundaries.
0: That's good. Come on.
1: Bottom line. You mama, you daddy, auntie, uncle, brother, sister, but we're going to set a boundary here when it comes to my life and the choices that I choose to make. And if they are not a healthy sounding board for you, Stop telling them your personal business, and then getting upset when they have something to say. You find credible others and a strong, healthy community that may consist of two to three people, and, and keep it there in that self, safe, healthy place where they're not. It's not going to be thrown in your face later, or you know them then trying to remind you where they want to be holy, <laughs> uh, or oh well, Holy Spirit Junior, and come and remind you of your sins and what not, you've done to mess on. up. And no. Nobody, no human being has the right to do that. So my number one suggestion is always going to be set boundaries.
0: Yeah. And I think a huge piece of it is too, is when you've spent, when you'll know when it's time to chuck the deuces, because you've spent time, you know, analyzing, okay, is this me? Is this something I'm doing? You've spent time self-reflected, you've spent time uh, being a team player, you've spent time listening, you know, you've spent time, you know, sharing. But after a while, if you continually do that, okay, and you sit back and continually do that and you're watching and observing, and then you see that pattern well, this person or persons, they're just not going to change, mm-hmm. okay? That's when I say, listen, okay? Hey, do what you want, but it may be just time to chuck the deuces, all right? And then I want to stress a big part of it too is you'll know uh, when it's time to chuck the deuces because. There are times when you're doing everything you can and you're laying your life on the line because you're passionate about what you believe in, okay? That's good. And, and then you realize that people who should be walking with you because of your labor and your work and the content of your character, people who should be walking with you, they're turning against you or deserting you, although they should be trusting you, because of what you've proven through your actions and your deeds. Right. Okay. If if you look at Mark six, I'm not trying to get all deep, you know, philosophical, I can get the concordance and so forth. But if you really look at Mark six as a particular word, it says that he could only do a few miracles or by healing a few sick people. And it talked about the people were offended at him. And if you look up that word offended, if you, if you truly kind of look at the, 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 the Greek of that word offended, it talks about, um, basically distrust or desert the person that you should trust. Wow. And so I want to stress, listen, if you find yourself in a situation, you've been in over backwards, you lay room because you have a heart of passion for something. And then you find out the very people that you're serving and sacrificing for, are the very ones is being suspicious of your deeds and your work and your heart is truly in it. And you're not doing anything shady and people still can't see who you are. Listen, it ain't enough time in the day. To stay in a situation like that.
1: You're worth more than that. You know what I'm saying? Your time is worth more than that. Yeah.
0: And so I would say, to even to our listeners, a big part of it is, is truly doing some soul searching because part of loving your life is truly digging and doing your, your, your self-care work.
1: Right, right. What
0: did you grow up in or what was your environment or what have you been through that has crippled you to the point where you would lay down and take such abuse? That's okay? good. Because once you can identify it, you can work to improve it. But if you just minimize it or ignore it, it keeps resurfacing in all aspects of your life.
1: And I think a lot of times where you may find yourself feeling like you're never going to arrive news alert, nobody ever arrives. That's it. Nobody. We move from one level to the next and we're going to do that to the day that we die. Mm -hmm. And if you're chasing this false perspective of, if I just keep doing this, if I do that right, then I'm gonna get here. Every level that you get to is gonna be a new fight. It's gonna be a new process. It's a new learning and training ground. And because you may not understand what's going on, you may not understand the people, you may not understand what's going on in you internally, that doesn't make it wrong. Right. It's an opportunity to learn and to grow up and to go back to what you said, when you have done all that, you know how to do what I call it, exhaust all your options right. when you have done that and there's no change or you keep finding yourself in a whirlwind, it's, or it's still same. not good enough. Right. It's time to chuck the deuces.
0: You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's huge. And then a big part of it, I would say too, cause I, I mentioned oftentimes people, they use words like do some soul searching. What does that mean? When I, when we, when I say soul searching, meaning truly do your homework to try to figure out what are things going on in your life that's rooted in traumas or rooted in, or things are going in your life that's really, you've, you've taken it on as normal, but it's not normal. A huge place that people, you may want to start listeners is um, coming face to face with your ACEs or your adverse, adverse childhood experiences. So you can Google that adverse childhood experiences. It talks about specific uh, adversity that we deal with in childhood and how it impacts and shape us unless we have healthy adults to help compensate or help us through those traumatic times. So, and again, there's no statute of limitations on trauma. Okay, if, if you haven't dealt with trauma appropriately, if you have not um, received you know, therapy, counseling, whatever you needed to do to get healthy or whole from it, it doesn't just go away. It doesn't just, when you turn 35, okay, it's no longer. No, it stays with you. Now, it may manifest in different ways. It may manifest in your inability to develop sound relationships with a woman or with a man. It may develop in, in your inability to stay on a job. You know, you, you know, it may develop in your, or manifest in your inability to parent like you want to. Okay, so I want to I'm going to stress that Hey, listeners check it out. There was an actual study done. It's called Adverse Childhood Experiences. The study was done in the 70s. There's actually a TED talk on YouTube, but just Google Adverse Childhood Experiences. There's a little survey that you can do uh, powerful. And I think it will definitely open some eyes and put a label on many things that we've said is normal. And then we kind of look at it. No, that was my experiences, but that's not normal.
1: That's very, very good. So I want to just really quick talk about a couple of signs that you may be in a situation that you need to throw up the deuces. Yeah,
0: chuck the deuces. Okay. So like you're going to give like what symptoms or what it look like?
1: Yeah, it's just a couple. There's a lot, but I'm just going to list about three or four. Okay. So one, like if you're in a relationship and you, you're very passionate about it and all of a sudden now you're just tolerating it. I mean, that's a huge one where it's just like – you show up and you're just tolerating a person. There's no growth. There's no promotion. It's just the same old, same old. That is a sign that you are in a situation that you're you're stagnant. You're not growing. You're not developing. And you need to take a look within. Why are you tolerating it? Mm-hmm. What is going on in that environment? Whatever it looks like for you. It, it could be a friendship. A parent your, with your parent on the job. Um, social media groups, whatever it is that you're associated with, if you've gotten to a point where it's no longer a passion, but now you're just tolerating the relationship, it's time to analyze and and consider chucking the deuces. Okay. What else, babe? Another one is compromise of your happiness. You're compromising it to make a relationship work. Now, let me put a pin here. Yes, there is compromise in relationships, but not to the extent that you are now suffering for it. Right.
0: Like, so like your health is in jeopardy and stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah.
1: absolutely. Um, Third, mental health. Your mental health is being affected. You are having anxiety being around certain people or environments. You're going into depression. Um, As you mentioned, your health is now being affected when you're showing up to a specific job or being around somebody. Mm -mm. It's...
0: And then that's when you've done your homework, you've spent time analyzing, self-reflecting, and you realize you've done everything that you can do. Right. So I want to make sure that you understand this is not, we're not advocating for you to casually get out of a relationship, but we're saying after you've spent some time, it could be years, you know, doing something, it could be months and you've done everything that you can possibly do. Right. And then once you spend all that time and you're analyzing and it's just not changing, it's just not getting any better. That shows you that you're not being valued. OK, and then I, I want to stress too a big part, because I know some of listeners say, well, what about I'm married? And when you tell me just to get a divorce, listen, please listen, because I said earlier at the end of the day, you have the power to choose for those people who are married. We are not advocating that you need to get a divorce if things are not working right. That's a decision if it gets to that point that you have to make. But what we are saying is this, you know, we we counsel married couples all the time and we often tell people what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. Okay. You can't help what you may not be able to control what you've been through in the state of your relationship. Now, however, you show your love and your value for that relationship or that marriage. If you're willing to put in the work to better it. So if you find yourself in a compromising relationship in marriage, right? If you find yourself being devalued in marriage, I tell husbands and, and, and wives all the time when we're doing marriage counseling, listen, I tell them all the time, okay, this is where you are right now, but work to improve little by little, okay? So, and, and I would encourage our listeners, our married listeners, hey, if that's you, listen, you can start today, little by little, have that conversation, talk about it, and then put things in place to improve little by little. Nothing changes overnight. But I think most people will realize if, as long as they can see progress, uh, that means the world and that's something that they can work with. Now, I do want to stress this now and, and listen, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not, you know, but I'm, I want to be straight up. This is Andre speaking. OK, if you are getting beat or abused, I'm going to tell you straight up. I know it's not easy. I can't say I, I know what it's like to be a single mother in that situation, but men get abused as well. I am going to encourage you though if you're getting beat and abused, I think it's time to do something else. Even if that means leave, separate for a while to be safe. Because at the end of the day, your life is is value. And then, especially if you have children, not only your life is valuable, but your cho- your children's life is valuable. And you're teaching your children, for those people who stay in physically abusive relationships and even, you know, severe verbal, uh, abusive relationships. I want you to understand you're making an impact on your children. It's an impact. It's negative, but it is an impact. So I know it's not easy and you know, um, I'm not trying to make it sound light. Everyone's situation is different. Um, there is no one way to do things, but I want to encourage you part of love your life. We've, we've been charged to help people to value who they are, to help people realize their gifts, talents, and abilities. And to help people discover the beauty on the inside of them that's untapped because they're not able to see what they bring to the table.
1: Right. And if that is you, I want to encourage you to seek out help. There are a lot of domestic violence hotlines. There are supports. There's community meetings that can help you if that is you in that circumstance. Yeah,
0: and we live in, so we live in Arizona. I know our listeners are all over. However, we definitely have some registered licensed uh, counselors here in the state of Arizona that we can refer you to. Um, definitely provide you some materials. So please uh, reach out. We care about you. We want to make sure that you love your life on a daily
1: Absolutely. And this is what it's all about. Having real conversations, digging in and and hitting these topics that you sit and keep yourself up at night thinking about how do I get out of this? You know, but we just want to encourage you self-reflect, do your work, identify why you remain in in relationships and make excuses. And then one step at a time,
0: one step at a time. So listen, uh, you use wisdom. Use wisdom, but when it's time to chuck the deuces, chuck the deuces and don't trip. So I'm your boy Andre. I'm getting ready to get up out of here. Love y'all.
1: I'm your sis Crystal. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in today. If you enjoy our podcast, please share and leave a review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. God bless you all.
0: Shout out to the people that made me. I'm from the 80s. I don't think mumbling wavy. I grew up black on a Jay Z. Maybe I'm crazy. I ain't been wondering lately. Feel like it's there for the taking. Feel like I'm doing the changes. Know who I am, and that's the most dangerous thing. Hey, Love Your Life fam. It's Crystal and Andre Holland. What's up, everybody? Hey, looking forward to hearing from you. So it's the us, You can check us out on
1: Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please share and leave a review. We look forward to hearing from you all.